What's up, everybody? It's Trey Smith back with another episode of the College Game Time Podcast. I figured I'd go ahead and get this one up a day early simply because there's rumors flying around, there's maps flying around, pets' heads are falling off, and it's like the world's going crazy over realignment right now as it pertains to the Pac-4 in the American Athletic Conference. So in this episode, I'm hoping to set a few things straight. Let's sort of reestablish where we're at right now today, what the options are, and who's the X factor. How do the dominoes need to play out? So before I get into it, you know what to do. If you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, comment at the end, share it with a friend. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Pods or whatever other streaming platform uh, this may be on, go ahead and give it that five-star review. Give it a comment. Talk about how awesome it is, how much you love the College Game Time podcast. Uh, we are on a mission to become the number one show for American Athletic Conference football and basketball fans, and as of late, realignment fans. So, Without further ado, let's get into it. So, where are things right now? That's, that's the question. I'm recording this on Sunday, August 13th in the afternoon. And I, I make sure to preface that because as I've been saying all along, in realignment season, things can change by the hour, by the half hour. I mean, things can change fast and furiously. But as of right now, here's where things are at. Oliver Luck has been brought on as a consultant with the PAC conference to help advise them on what they should do next. Oliver Luck is going to explore every possible option. If anyone says anything to imply that he is locked in on one option over the other right now on Sunday, August 13th, I, I would just be careful of, of, how much validity you put into that information. He is going to explore every possible option. Within the last couple of days, the Oregon State president wrote a letter to the OSU community, essentially saying that they're gonna do everything in their power to stabilize and rebuild the conference. Now, an important note here, this is a full on rebuild and time is not on their side. There are a lot of decisions and a lot of parts that need to move, a, a lot of moving parts that need to happen, a lot of decisions that need to be made, and not a lot of time to do it. So when the dominoes start falling, I expect it to start falling fast. Now, is that, is that in the next week? Is that in the next 72 hours? Or is that by Labor Day? I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is when things start to shake, it's going to happen fast. So... What are the options? There's a lot of stuff floating around on social media right now. There's a lot of, you know, oh, oh, they're, they're, th this is going to happen. And oh, 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 are they going to offload teams? And oh, 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 is Oresco working with Oliver Luck to get rid of some American teams for a merger? And da, da, blah, 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 blah. And then a merger with the pack in the Mountain West. And yeah, we're just going to have this big old nationwide party. Let me just like kind of give you some facts and, and even maybe just some information so that you can like understand how this works. So as this thing is playing out, hopefully you can vet out some information for your own self. Option one, of course, is for the PAC conference to backfill. What does that mean? That means they can poach four teams from the American and two teams from 
the Mountain West or five teams and three teams or whatever to get, you know, 10 teams or if they want to get five and three to get to 12 teams, whatever it is, they could poach from the American and they could poach from the Mountain West to restock the PAC conference. That is not a merger. Do you understand that? So if, in, in fact, the way this thing plays out is that the pack ends up with Boise State, San Diego State, Rice, SMU, Tulane, and whoever else. Let's just throw Memphis out there, okay? I'm just throwing out some, some, some examples that I've seen floating around. That would not be a merger. That would be the pack poaching teams to fill their conference. And then on the other side of that, you still have three conferences. See, if a merger happens, that means you take two conferences that become one or three conferences become one. That's a merger. So just understand that first and foremost. So with that being said, let's just say that's the route the pack chooses to go. Here's my questions to that approach. First off, who's paying the exit fees? So if you see a graphic or you see a report that multiple that has multiple American teams and multiple Mountain West teams in the PAC conference, understand there's a hefty load of exit fees that are going to be attached to that. I mean, we're talking 130 to 150 million possibly depending on how many from each conference. You know, the American uh, early exit, I think uh, Cincy, Houston, and UCF exited for like 17 mil a piece. We know obviously with the Mountain West, I think the exit fee for next year right now is 34 million. So you, you can do that math. And then the next question is, who's the media partner going to be? Last time I checked, the Pac-12 couldn't secure a media deal when they had teams that were desired by the Big Ten and the Big 12. So you're telling me that now they're going to be able to secure a media deal with teams that are only desired by the Mountain West Conference and the American? I'm asking. So those are my two questions for that particular option. Who's paying the exit fees and who's the media partner going to be? So that's option one. They could just full-on backfill. They could poach try to poach from the American and try to poach from the Mountain West to piece together their conference, figure out the exit fees and figure out a media partner. Good luck. I'm not saying that's not going to happen. I'm just posing my questions to you so you could kind of gauge for yourself the likelihood of that actually happening. Now, is it off the table? No, it's not. It's realignment season, man. Everything, all is fair, all is game. You can't really take anything off the table. So then that brings me to option number two, which is a true merger, meaning you take two conferences that become one. I'm going to address some things during this part of the show. But before I do, I want to say that a true merger, if the PAC conference chooses to merge, to me, it makes the most sense to merge with the American Athletic Conference. I've already told y'all there is mutual interest right now between the remaining four and the American. 
the key, the key team in there being Stanford. I've already told you there's been some communications happening. I, I still don't have the extent of those conversations. I'm not going to sit here and try to be more than I am and try to give you false information. I do know there's communication happening. I do not know the significance and seriousness and the, uh, you know, uh, uh, details of that. But here's what we do know is that Oresco could present a plan a, a creative scheduling plan that would possibly entice or at least appease Stanford. Okay, my friend Jim Williams and I were talking about this this morning. He was talking about some information he had. I was talking about some information I had. We were talking back and forth about, okay, what, what, what could this look like with Stanford? And the conference has the big cities. It has enough big cities and enough AAU institutions to where you could creatively put together a scheduling module that would appease Stanford. So that's number two. Now, how does merging with the AAC benefit the PAC 12? There's a TV network already in place. We've discussed that with ESPN. Also, there's a clause there that could be negotiated up, but honestly, in a merger, this would probably be a deal where you're, you're transferring the grant of rights in terms, this is not like my area of expertise, but you would almost be transferring the grant of rights. And so now naturally there would be some upscaling or some renegotiating that would happen. And listen, is 12 to 15 million a year, 15 to 20 million a year, 20 to 25 million a year? Is, is, is that too ambitious? Is that too low? Like what is the range? I don't know. But I do know that right now it would be better than what the PAC4 currently has which is nothing, and I know that it would be better than what the American Athletic currently has. You could probably almost get double what the current revenue distribution per school is. So you have the network in place. The conference would now cover all time slots, and ESPN gets the Pacific time zone. And then finally, to me, the ultimate kicker here is that you salvage your autonomy five status. And this is where it gets interesting and this is where I wanna address some things because yes, I put it up on my Twitter. There's this like rumor going around that Oresco is looking at how he can offload teams to complete this merger. Let me explain to you why that doesn't make any sense. So first off, if a merger were to happen, the autonomy five status, it, it, it just, it's, it's, like, it's already there. It's not really a question of, well, would they get autonomy five status? You can't get something you already have. Now, would the conference be known now as the PAC 18 or the APAC or the, the PAC American? I don't know. Like that's all semantics at this point, whatever. So when I say merger, I'm talking all 14 American athletic teams with the four remaining pack teams. That's a merger. You're not going to see Oresco trying to get rid of a couple of teams to make this happen. And here's why that wouldn't make sense is because in salvaging that auto five status, the next thing would be, well, they'll just get voted out. They'll just get voted out by the other teams and the other conferences. All right, well, let's talk about that. 
you realize that in order to vote a conference out of its auto five status, it's not voted. It's not votes made by the conferences. It's made by the universities that make up those conferences. So if you're the pack American, let's just call it that for, for whatever sake, would you rather have 18 votes to throw in that pot or 14 votes to throw in that pot? Offloading four teams to make the move just doesn't make sense. Then I have to think through, okay, you've got pack teams that just essentially drove the dagger through the heart of the conference by jumping ship to the Big Ten and the Big 12. Are those schools going to turn the dagger too? So I actually don't think they would. I don't think they would vote against to remove the auto five status. So, you know, not only do you want to have that strength in numbers so you have more votes, but then like there's also some legal issues here. There's bylaws. Now I've searched, I've looked all over for the latest set of bylaws for the American conference. I've found some on the website that seem to be outdated, but here's the, the, the best example I can give you in history. And I put this up on Twitter as well as back in 2004, when temple as a football only team in the big East conference was voted out and it was with cause, and I say that because they never fought it. That's not to be a stab at Temple or anything like that. It's just saying there was 10 years of poor performance on the field. There was um, some other, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There, there were some other violations of conference bylaws that had happened. And so as a result, they were voted out. You can't just all of a sudden bring some teams in because you, let me start here. You understand to bring a team in as a commissioner, you are getting a commitment from a university, not to just join your conference, but to invest in their programs. See, part of why UCF Houston became so attractive to power five conferences like the big 12 or, or I should say became so attractive to the big 12 is because they committed to investing in their programs. That all started with Mike Oresco when he brought them into the American conference. So you don't, you don't just say, Oh, here commit that you're going to make these investments, commit that you're going to, you know, commit to these bylaws. And then a year later say, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah we, we don't need you. We're going to go over here. And I only stress that to say that if there is a scenario where it's multiple American teams and multiple Mountain West teams or whatever that make up this new form pack, that wouldn't be a merger. That's not Mike Oresco trying to offload team. No, that's just teams getting poached. But again, I've already addressed that in the first point. So, um, and then... My last thing here, how does merging with the AAC benefit the pack? Well, it, you know, and I say this, you know, I try to say this as respectfully as possible, but, you know, Oresco would be taking over and that kind of solves your Kleofkoff problem. And then I don't know, Oresco's up there in age. Maybe this is his final swan song. I mean, the guy just wrote a dissertation a couple of months ago about the P5 G5. And he's been adamant about the P6, his whole tenure at the American Athletic Conference. So maybe this is like his swan song. Hey, I, I ushered in this merger to make this conference that I've been a part of from the beginning is now an autonomy five status conference. And then maybe he hands it over to, 
Oliver Luck. That's just me purely speculating. There is no substance behind that. That's just me purely speculating. But it's just something to think about. So now, with all that being said, and I'm almost done, the X factor. This part hasn't changed. I put it up last week, and it's just the same, <coughs> excuse me, the end of last week, and it's the same today. And that X factor is Stanford. Okay, what do we need to take into consideration with Stanford? Well, is the ACC, is that, is that whole deal dead? I think it is because not so much because the ACC doesn't want them in there, but more so because of the timing of it with all the stuff of Florida State, with all the stuff with the rumors of getting poached, Clemson and North Carolina and, you know, Miami and North Carolina State and whoever. So that might be. Now, the next question is, can the Big Ten be reengaged? They might be able to. There might be a Hail Mary here, as I've already said, for Stanford and Cal to join the Big Ten. Now, I think that Petiti, who is the commissioner of the Big Ten, I, I, there's a part of me that believes, as we discussed on the show last week, that um, him and Oresco would have been having some conversations behind closed doors um, because they have a history together as well. But can the Big Ten, so, so the X factor for Stanford, the dominoes we need to look at is the ACC debt. Can the Big Ten be reengaged? Would a merger be more enticing than just going independent? Okay, that's going to be contingent on if Oresco can present a strong enough plan to Oliver Luck that would entice or appease Stanford, particularly from a scheduling perspective. See how that kind of plays out? And then ultimately, Stanford's going to be the decider on, on whether they're willing to play, whether they would be willing to play with the AAU and the big city representation that the AAC has to offer. And the AAC does have to offer that. They do. There are big cities that are represented. There are AAU institutions that are represented. The, the, the only like downside to it all is, is the, the geographical point. But if they were considering the ACC... Now, granted, that would have been for a much bigger uh, uh, payout, but still, you you know, I don't know what you could essentially negotiate the ESPN deal up to, especially having the leverage that they need that Pacific time zone. I'm not saying it would be ACC level, but it could be enough to sort of compensate for some of those travels. And what the ACC doesn't have to offer that the AAC does is some of those trips can be to Texas, which is not the whole other side of the country. So I feel like the AAC pack merger is what's the most seamless. It makes the most sense to me. Obviously, I'm a pro AAC uh, perspective in sharing that, but I'm trying to be objective and just lay out for you what this, what this could potentially look like and what you need to consider. So what are the odds of this happening, right? What do I feel like the odds of this are? It's very, very difficult to put like a percentage or, or an odds or a likelihood because it's realignment. Stuff literally can change like that. But here's what I'll say. That ACC door being closed, that's one domino in the right direction. So it's kind of like, uh, let's think. I, I mentioned ECU, I think. So they, they, they're getting ready to play Michigan week one at Michigan. Michigan's obviously going to be the heavy favorite. So if you're an ECU fan and you're watching that game and ECU returns the opening kickoff for a touchdown, let's go. You're going to be hyped. You're going to be excited. You're going to be engaged. You're going to be locked in. You're going to be focused, but you're going to know 
there's a lot of game left to play. A lot of game left to play. And you may even go into halftime with a 14-13 lead, and you're even more excited, and you're even closer. But you still know there's a lot of game left to play, and at any given moment, the wheels could fall off of this thing, and Michigan could take over and take off. And so that's kind of the best analogy I can give as to where this is at. Just pay attention to how the dominoes are falling, okay? The ACC door closed. The Big Ten door, if the Big Ten door is in fact closed and stays closed, that's another domino. Okay, some, 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 some things start heating up between the PAC and the American. Okay, Oresco gets, 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 gets a plan, you know, presents a plan of luck, and Stanford, you know, that, that interest from Stanford starts to increase. Because if you get Stanford over, you're going to get the other three. It's just the bottom line. So that's it for today. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully you watched it. Leave me some comments down below. Tell me what your thoughts are, what you're thinking. Um, and uh, I'll be back tomorrow. I'm going to be on another show as well, calling into another show tomorrow. I'll try to get that information up once I have the exact time. But um, yeah, man. That's it for today. Appreciate you watching. As always, Trey Smith, College Game Time. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.